The following is brought to you by Braided Media. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Narratives of Purpose. My name is Claire Marie Gande. I am a scientist by training, a TEDx speaker and your host on this show. This podcast is dedicated to amplifying social impact by bringing you inspiring individual stories of ordinary people who are making extraordinary impact within their communities and around the world. If you're looking for a program that showcases unique stories of change makers, stories of people who are contributing to make a difference in society, and at the same time you want to be inspired to take action, then look no further, you are in the right place. So get comfortable and listen in to my conversations. It is a new month, and for this first episode of April, we dive into a new theme, education. My guest of the day is based in Delhi, India. Her name is Gunjan Agarwal. Gunjan is the co-founder of Learn With Leaders, an education platform for high school students bringing quality education beyond borders. In this discussion, Gunjan tells me about the international learning community of mentors and educators from top-tier universities she built with her team, connecting them with young learners through various programs. Please take a moment to rate and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. For now, have a listen to Gunjan's journey and her vision to disrupt the education system. Hello, Gunjan. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Claire. Thank you for inviting me to the podcast. I'm really delighted to be here. It's my pleasure, really. And I'm really looking forward to learn more about your organization, which is called Learn with Leaders. So you are one of the co-founders. But before we start into that conversation, please tell me more about yourself. Who is Gunjan? And how did you come up with this idea of starting this organization? Just a few words of your background for our listeners as an introduction. I have been an entrepreneur for the past 15 years, uh, mostly in the education space. Uh, by qualification, I'm a chartered accountant, which is like a CPA, uh, you know, worldwide. I work with Arthur Anderson, then Ernst Young. Uh, then I did my MBA from a school, Indian School of Business, Hyderabad in India. I was an investment banker with Citibank, uh, post which I quit my job because I just felt like it is not my calling to be, you know, an investment banker uh, at all. My calling was really education. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do way back in 2005. Uh, but irrespective, I quit my job and I started a venture in 2007, uh, which has come a long way. Uh, Learn with Leaders is an idea that I've been working on last five years, where I am personally pained by the education system. And when my three and a half year old daughter went to school and I saw the kind of pressures that are going to get put on them. Um, the system had not changed. It just felt like it was time for somebody to stand up and do something. So that's where Learn With Leaders was really born um, in June 2020. So we are about a year and a half old. Uh, and currently we are in 80 countries and we work with teenagers primarily across the world. So just out of curiosity, you know, you spoke about your daughter. That's somehow what sparked this beginning of Learn With Leaders. But where does the, really this passion, you know, for education sector and also building global networks, because this is what you do with Learn With Leaders, where does that come from? 
So Claire, that comes from my personal story. And as I was growing up, uh, there were limited resources with, you know, understanding money, you know, everything. And I felt like if I had global networks, my career trajectory would have been very different. And I think people take networking as something very loosely put, but I think that's really the lifeline of how you shape up as a human being. Uh, so, you know, for kids, especially at an early age, it's about, okay, my parent has this network or my school has this network, but how do you really develop that personal wealth of your own networks at a very, very early age was where Learnville Leaders started for me, uh, because at every point I felt like I need more networks, you know, and why didn't somebody tell me to build those networks early on? And I feel like that is really the heartbeat of London leaders where we connect kids across the globe, just not as networks, but also as a support system uh, to get like a worldview of what is happening. And they don't feel alone anymore, you know, because when you speak to 10 students who feel the same in 10 different countries, you just have this feeling like, okay, I'm not alone. You know, there are others who feel this way too. And I have a really close system that helps me deal with my situation today or make me move forward or make better career decisions. So tell me exactly, you know, what is it that you do? or How do you put these young students? How do you put them into this network or how do you bring this network around them? Well, we started with something called Coffee with Leaders with about 20 students. And these kids were all from different countries. So call them like a, a session with a purpose and then they build networks from there. That was first. Second, uh, I started bringing in programs from centers where the students would do a program which had a lot of group activity. So they were put into random groups from random countries uh, and they had a project delivery at the end. So not that they were just building networks, they were also learning real life group work. Uh, and they had to present a project. So they were working different time zones. They were dealing with those challenges. And at the end of the day, they made great friends. Um, at this point, since we have grown really, really fast, uh, managing the network of students was getting very difficult offline in the sense of like, you know, the networking events we were doing. So we've actually launched a tech platform called the Global Students League as well, where uh, now all the students can actively network. They have access to building clubs. And they have access to internships. So it's like, you know, they are their happy place after school where they can network with kids from across the globe. I'm just, as you speak, I'm thinking back as, you know, if when I was a teenager, if I had something like that, how would that have impacted my own career choice, perhaps, or also my way I see the world? Yeah. And, you know, also you learn your own strengths, Claire, because uh, what happens is with our current system of education, uh, a child does not really connect with who they truly are. Uh, there are a set of uh, preferences of the parents, teachers, environment, peers, and they never reflect on what they can be because they don't even believe that there is a somebody inside them. The environment or the peer pressure or the family pressure creates a picture of who they should be. Uh, but when they start meeting these kids who are actually doing so many different things, they also start thinking, okay, you know, maybe I'm just chasing somebody else's dream. I also recall I had a few conversations about education on the podcast and we are really in a time where we're asking ourselves because so many things are changing, this whole transformation, especially with digitization, but also globalization. It's difficult to see how a very old school system is supporting the growth and the development of individual younger people who become adults later on. I think it's quite an interesting approach. 
And I had done some research as well about a year ago, and there's so many different education systems out there which are very much empowering the young students. I think this is also your approach, right? Absolutely. And those education systems are empowering because they give a child a choice. And that's where I'm going towards. I feel the education system should be more a la carte rather than, you know, a fixed system because each child is different. So a child may be very, very good at maths, but the other child might put maths as like, you know, putting down their confidence. It's almost like creating a customized plan for each child, which may not happen overnight, but hopefully with AI and a lot of technology intervention, the schools may be able to create these new paradigms of teaching. Um, You know, we are just trying to prove those models through different programs at this point. Uh, But I just feel like judging each child in the same lens is a bad strategy because each human being, each child is unique and we should respect them for their uniqueness and their strengths. I just want to come back on something that you said before. So you work with different centers. You mentioned Stanford, MIT, Harvard. Which other institutes or centers do you work with, just to have an idea? We've started working even with Wharton Interactive, which is coming up with a very interesting, uh, you know, simulation games and entrepreneurship, AI, leadership. We continuously keep working with newer organizations within these universities as well. Uh, So that brings in a lot of variety into what we do. Uh, And also, again, global networking is at the heart of what I do, right? So the more students they meet with, uh, the better perspective they get of, you know, what they should be doing and how they should be moving forward. And so you speak about global networking and meeting different students. So are we speaking about also mixing the different ages of the students or how does that work? Yeah, yeah. All our programs run in the age groups of 13 to 16. We do not uh, believe in ages. We believe they should have a common purpose. And, uh, you know, like... In an organization, when you actually go, uh, you'll realize a team has people with different ages, right? It's never like the same age group works together. So I really don't think that that logic works because at different ages, kids are at a different mental level. So a kid in grade eight might be mentally compatible with a grade 12 person, or they might be aligned on an interest. So, So for example, I had a group which was suddenly was very aligned on bioplastics. One child was in 8th, one was in 10th, and one was in 11th. And these were three kids in three different countries. So we connected them for that project. And uh, now they're, you know, working on a solution. But I, I don't think age has anything to do with their alignment to a purpose. So I really don't understand my school should also work like that. My ideal school would probably span across three years of age group at least, uh, where they're doing problem solving, because that's what they should be prepared for in life. You gave us an example right there about plastics. Just give me perhaps other examples of or highlights of projects that you've had and how did that impact the students that have benefited from it? So in fact, recently, Claire, uh, we, so we run a fellowship called the Take the World Forward Fellowship. It's an idea very close to my heart. I'm trying to bring in chain makers at a young age who really believe in solving global problems linked to the SDG goals. Uh, within that, we had a project by a Harvard mentor on uh, malnutrition so you know how do you solve malnutrition problem for kids in uh, you know weaker areas so they had to pack up a food product into a small packet which is easily distributable across villages so it was a very challenging project so these kids kind of did prototyping between you know nutrition tablets others but then the other thing was it should also fill the stomach of the child in a village So now they are working on a porridge recipe 
uh, which is full of nutrition. It's going really, really well. It's one of our top projects at this point. And we are at Lonely Leaders actively looking to actually scale up that project and get it into production. You mentioned as well that you work with mentors from these institutions. How do you connect with them? Do you have your own network or is it that the team within the Learn With Leaders have their own network and you bring this all together? So Claire, we are three founders of Learn With Leaders and these networks have developed over time, uh, you know, with a lot of organizations that commonly believe in our mission. So we have a team that continues to build up this network of organizations who believe in what we believe in and that's how they come forward to help students uh, across the globe uh, through Learn With Leaders. How do you see the future of education? Obviously, you've mentioned that, you know, mixing the children in different age groups is one aspect. Uh, can you give me a bit more of your perspective into the long term? So, Claire, as I mentioned, I, the way if I was changing the whole education game, one, I would creditize the whole education system. Uh, which is very possible with blockchain today. And I, I mean, I'm talking about it right now. I think in the next one year, the digital wallets will become a reality for schools, uh, wherein um, the child has an a la carte option. So what I mean is that, say, the child has to do 60 credits in a year. And uh, whether they choose maths, history, or an experiential project or a community service they want to do, any everything should be interchangeable. Um, you know, it's like the Canadian education system as well, right? Where I am, uh, I they do co-ops as well, right? There is a part of internships, which I'm actively bringing to school students, projects, volunteering, because the more experiential experience they have, the reality of education starts becoming more clear to them. So it's all credit-based, uh, a la carte education with uh, complete blockchain technology that can help everybody have complete uh, ownership of what's going on because a lot of people say hey how do i validate they've done this project how do i validate that so i think all of that can easily be solved through blockchain and then the whole education system becomes a la carte in terms of strength-based education towards the child rather than grade-based education the way i see it is and what i'm doing at learn with leaders i'm bringing in the corporate university and school connect together it is the trinity of that which will bring in the most efficient way to teach a child. So I have corporates stepping in, I have universities stepping in because it's a peer pressure, right? Schools are getting grades. Why? Because this university accepts this grade or, you know, you'll make it to this university because you're a high grader. Um, you know, when you go to university, it's the same story, right? I mean, if you have a certain CGPA, you'll get through them again, you'll get through Goldman Sachs. So somewhere that whole value chain has to change. So Learn With Leaders is based in India. The schools you work with, are they all in India or are you also present in different other countries? So clear, we are active in 80 countries as of now. And uh, we get applications from about 80 to 85 countries, uh, almost, uh, you know, across our programs every month. And you cover every continent or are there are places you still want to expand to? We cover every continent, uh, but yeah, I mean, we want to uh, continuously expand and my ideal is to hit 192 countries by end of the year. But uh, I would love to see covered every single country in the world, how small or how big, it doesn't matter to me because I think each country, each child has their individuality to bring to the table. And I think that's that's very, very important for me. Tell me about perhaps one uh, you know, advice that you would give to people who want to found their own organization within the education sector, or perhaps just as an entrepreneur. What is your learning so far? Claire, my learning so far is that no idea is uh, audacious enough. And I think the space is so 
so open and so new right now people say oh education space is saturated i feel like we've not even got started yet because what we're entering is an absolutely new era of education everything we've done till now will become redundant because with ai people are underestimating how much of education will change i would say completely go berserk like really think of any idea you want and try it out because everybody is willing to try out new things today as a parent as a teacher as really a child uh, i am willing to try new things i like the fact that you're saying you know every idea you have every new idea just try it out because the the space is still open you know it's just not about the space being open i feel it's also expanding and growing and creating new space on a daily basis so meaning that even today we don't know what in perhaps let's say 5 years from now what the possibilities will be because as you say if it's expanding there's probably things we have no idea about today exactly you know like how many classrooms do you know are using ai right now in the classroom to customize better education experience for kids in the next 5 years i think it will be in every school i can guarantee you trust me because they once they get get the advantages of that uh, it's not possible for a human being to do that as human beings we have to use what we can do best which is show empathy uh, show understanding and the ability to care right because rest a lot of other things can be managed today with technology So Gunjan by the end of my discussions with my guests on the show what I like to do is to ask uh, the same set of three short questions just to have an idea of you know what kind of books you're reading or what type of music that you listen to so the first one is what is the music that you're listening to often these days or perhaps uh, what is the book that you're reading right now depending on what your affinity is either music or books No I'm happy to answer both so there is a song not getting out of my head right now which is something just like this by Chain Smokers and uh, regularly I listen to a lot of Ed Sheeran and I listen to a lot of Hindi music uh, but which has gone down now because I think my daughter and my husband are both like completely into English so they've got me but uh, yeah Ed Sheeran is really uh, got me hooked on uh, but Chain Smokers something just like this I've been humming it non-stop for the last I think 2 months and the book that i'm reading i'm reading lots of books at the same time uh but uh, you know one particular book that i'm reading i mean it's an ai book so it's called ai superpowers by kaifuli and it's kaifuli also has one ai 2041 so one is more like a st- storytelling of what 2041 with ai would look like and the other one is really how ai has changed the world i i strongly recommend some for, for everybody to read it in respective because it gives a very different perspective of what life could be but you know there's a book by tichnathan on buddhist uh, teachings which i think is an absolutely delight to read um so those are the two uh, that i would strongly recommend my second question is do you have a song or an album a piece of music or perhaps even a book that was special for you at a specific time in your life Yes uh, when i started learn with leaders just before that i hummed a song for 3 months non stop which was a million dreams from greatest showman and uh, that song i think just brought in learn with leaders to me i i strongly believe in that and my third and last question is do you have any recommendation be it on the music side or on the book side for our listeners so books yes i just gave you the two uh, the ai books and the tishnathan uh, buddhist teachings which have been uh, life changing for me um tashi adishnathan spoon i think is always like my go to for everything you know even for managing stress for managing daily life i think it's it's a great great book 
um i would strongly recommend that i'm open to exploring music so i keep uh, you know shuffling between a lot of different music styles uh, but i would i recommend ed sheeran a lot because i completely love uh, work, you know the way he sings so kunjan thank you so much it's been great speaking with you and i am very much looking forward to staying in contact with you to see how learn with leaders is going to grow and expand would you have perhaps a last word that you'd like to share with our listeners today thank you claire for bringing me on this show and i think the only last word i would say is uh, to everybody that the only ideas not worth exploring are the ones that you don't explore so you know every idea just go ahead explore it do it uh, what is the worst thing that you could that could happen is you'll fail but you will only have learnings from it so don't be scared uh, especially when people laugh at your ideas definitely go do it I like it. So when people laugh at you just do it. <laughs> yeah, and I think life should be about fun and uh, just living the moment, uh, you know, just waiting that some day I will leave my job and do this, some day I will do that. It doesn't work. Start small, but start. I mean, you know, if you keep thinking there is no doing, uh, and that's what Tichnathan always says that uh, it's it's always the doing in every moment that matters because that's all that you have. Thank you so much for sharing that and I could really not agree more than that because you know I'm also very much you know advocate of being in the moment and especially dream big and start small because whatever you do each step that you take is just bring you closer to your vision. Yes, absolutely. So I actually started boxing uh 6 months ago and uh everybody was like laughing in the house thinking like okay you're going to go box. I just felt like I found my dream sport or whatever you call it. and uh, the one thing i realized is that you know if you're a fighter inside then uh, you put up a fight right i mean you just put up a fight for everything in your life so if you have an idea go give it your best shot great thank you so much kunjan and it was really nice talking to you today Imagine what your learning experience as a young teenager would have been if you had benefited from such programs with what is considered the world's best institutions. Well, I couldn't stop wondering what mine would have looked like after this conversation. Perhaps your children or high school students you might know would be interested, so check out the website learnwiththeleaders.com for more information. You'll also find the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate you taking the time. That was episode number 30, a conversation with Gunjan Agarwal. Be sure to leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. If you like our show, remember to tell your friends about it and share within your network. You can also connect with us through our social handles or our website at narratives-of-purpose.podcastpage.io. Until the next episode, Take care of yourselves, stay well, and as always, stay inspired. This podcast was produced by Tom at Rustic Studios. Music